So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and pay for Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are back for a Monday edition of the People's Talk Show and uh, wanted to follow up uh, on based upon earlier discussion in reference to one of the comments made by one of the community members of uh, them not seeing any of the uh, primary concerns out there with gas prices and food shortages and things like that. And one of my thoughts was, you know, just be grateful, be thankful that that's not the case as of right now. But uh, events like that are, are drawing closer to our borders uh, week by week, it seems. And I think the most important uh, relevant story, not too far from us, is uh, Panama. So over here, as you guys can see, I put up a little, little visual aid arts uh, in reference to just some of the things happening now in the last week. That hasn't gotten much attention. I actually had a chance to you know, communicate with one of the members down there in Panama and get more insight as to what's going on. But it's just the beginning of something that, of course, will inevitably get worse especially for the panamanian economy just because it's a dollarized economy meaning that they use a dollar as their primary currency and you know there's a couple of nations here i'm going to point to in a minute that are all dollarized and that spells trouble for them in the future given the fact that they are not able to create dollars out of thin air to uh, run deficits and things of that nature the way the u.s is so that's going to be problematic for a lot of those countries and so uh, we have a couple uh, dollarized countries uh, close to our borders. And so we're going to talk about that as well. But anyway, hope everyone's doing well. Uh, welcome to the RTD Live Talk, People's Talk Show. Looking forward to getting a chance to connect and hear your voices directly. And as always, before I dive in any further, want to welcome any first-time viewers. Uh, if you have not, make sure you click that subscribe button as well as the bell notification. Hopefully you're notified, but uh, no guarantees. And while you're at it, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button, share your support for the channel, and uh, we'll jump in. And also, if any first-time viewers, let me know where you're watching from. We'll love to acknowledge your presence, and thank you for being a part of the community. And uh, we will probably, you know, won't be too long, because I'm going to head over and talk about some other things on the RTD Locals page after I uh, finish with this live stream here. But for those that are interested in joining, I want to encourage you to do that, just because, you know, over the last two weeks especially, playing live video footages of protests, as well as saying certain buzzwords automatically, it's flagged on the black back end and it's just, you know, more of the censorship that, you know, I'm, I'm up against and a lot of other content creators are up against to where you can't really speak freely. And I find that problematic, but it is what it is, but I'll continue to press forward and give you guys what best I can on this publicly uh, visible one. But anyway, let's uh, jump into a little, do a little maintenance on my side uh, for those that uh, might just be coming for the first time. And so as always uh link below gives you all the information you need on how to connect with RTD. want to encourage you guys, if not, there's an opportunity to get your weight up. Uh, the five ounces uh, partnership with Bullion Max, great way to put some weight in your hands at a discounted price, of course. And also uh, the chance to connect with RTD Locals. That's an opportunity for people to connect, uh, just become a member and support the channel there and tune in. And also if you're interested in being a blessing to the channel via uh, helping fund things, I appreciate that. There's an opportunity to donate as well as all the other resources here, the blog, the quiz, the test, downloads, reports, Everything I've done in the last eight years can be found here, which are all re educational resources for you to use. So uh, just something I want to make sure I remind people for the who might be coming across for the first time. But anyway, if you have not already, hit that thumbs up button. Share your support for the channel. 
and uh, let me give a couple shout outs and we'll jump into some stories and then I'll open up the phone line. So we got X joining us. We got uh, Jessica Albert checking in. We got the functional doc uh, from Springboro, Ohio. Appreciate you, man. We got Gail, which is works. Ed, Jojo. We got Dwayne Clark. Uh, says maximum employment is a term derived. Uh, maximum employment is a term derived from plantation in Jamestown, Virginia. This mandate is to recreate the conditions that squeezes every ounce of work from workers. Dwayne, that is that is probably that is uh, you're on track with that, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's that's this world we live in now, man. That's uh, uh, how things flow, unfortunately. So. Uh, we got James checking in. Uh, we got a bended, a, a bended knee, a bended no knee, bro. Appreciate you. A crisis at Panama Canal plus. What do we got? A cat crisis at Panama Canal plus California's AB5 equals major shipping crisis for the U.S. Yes. Midnight Green. Appreciate it. Uh, all right. So let's jump in, man. I want to just uh, I want to start off by sharing with you uh, just a little of the back and forth I had with uh, somebody in Panama literally like, was it, you know, four or three hours ago, once I got done live streaming or actually before, no, actually when I got done live streaming, uh, just reshare something on Twitter and the person respond, Hey, you know, I, you know, got a little back and forth. So appreciate community member for reaching out to me, but just real quick, I'll give you a, uh, a rundown. And I, I think this person want to want to remain anonymous. So I'll just read it to you real quick, but it's a, uh, back and forth in DM and, uh, just something he mentioned here. I, my question was the Panama the Panama situation is, is it it's new to me is it really bad or is it just getting started and so he said it's a couple of weeks old school teachers indigenous construction workers unions and a variety of other population is tired of corrupted government now high gas prices uh, for the reason of and for that reason food prices are even worse he said here medicines have been always been uh, really expensive so altogether uh, brought a good amount of people to the streets the government is trying to do an agreement but it has never uh, it has been turned down twice. They say that they will fix the price of gas at the beginning, at the beginning at three dollars and ninety-five cents a gallon yesterday. Now they say to fix it at three twenty-five a gallon. And the teachers union signed an agreement, but the rest of the protesters said, "Good for the gas price, but we want cheaper medicines and cheaper basket, uh, basic ba- basic goods." Until then, we will keep t- hitting the road. So um, interesting. So this he was basically saying the food's not making into the city and all types of other issues. And so that's just first-hand account from someone in Panama, but for those that may be not be familiar with it, let's just dive in real quick. But this was as of last week, but I'm going to try to build up into it real quick, but it says Panamanians, Panamanians are angry over inflation press on while uh, with protest. And so it talks about the uh, Panamanians take to the streets to protest for more than a week, building upon the anger of fuel prices that nearly doubled to make their own general dissatisfaction with the government. And so, they're experiencing the same thing we're experiencing here, even though gas prices have come down slightly. Take of it what you may. It's uh, To me, it's everything is temporary in nature just because the uh, ability to the, the ability to maintain supply is going to be the biggest issue, which will eventually force the price of gas at the pump back up. If not in the near future, definitely in the long term future, just because uh, with all the port shutting down as well as the amount of barrels being pumped uh not being sufficient enough there it only equates to just higher prices so you know even though the prices are coming down now that has more to do i think with the federal tax of being removed from the uh uh from the price of gas at the pumps which is temporary in nature so uh, enjoy it while it lasts but anyway on to the other story here 
Uh, and here, this is as of yesterday. It says protesters in Panama leave part of a key highway. And so it talks about uh, one of the main roads actually heading towards the airport apparently is blocked off. And so it just gives more insight. It says two weeks uh, to a revolt, Shiriki, and elsewhere in Panama over high prices and corruption have made it hard to feed the country. So you have deliberate uh, truck stoppage, definitely clogging things up there severely. And then here's a couple of videos that I typed in. This is the one video I shared earlier. And so just to give you an idea of what's going on, I want to just put this out here. This is... This is something that's taking place in one of the smaller regions, it looked like. But you got people marching and definitely uh, they're marching with a purpose. They're experiencing hardship due to their economy and their government. There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing or not much that their government can actually do to ease the blow on their uh, citizens just because they're utilizing the dollar. And on top of you know the strength of the dollar over the last several weeks and months in particular, nations that use the dollar as their primary currency, they will fall victim to the increased strength of the dollar. And it hurts them the most because they're using it as legal tender in their countries, but then they can't print more of it or any or, or work around their overall cost for importing and exporting just because their reserves don't do, do, do not grow in the same way that here in the U.S. where we can just issue debt uh, basically willy-nilly and uh, be able to fund deficits the way we have for so long, but not in other countries. And so give you a quick, uh, let me give you a, a quick list of other countries that fall on this list. And if they're not experiencing hardship due to the strength of the dollar, it's on the way. And so here's a list, a small little list of countries using the U.S. dollar as their primary currency. And so here we got uh, Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, we got Ecuador, we got El Salvador, we got Zimbabwe, we got Guam, we got the Virgin Islands, we got the British Virgin Islands, we got the uh, Democratic Republic of Timor-Leste, I'm not even sure what that is, and that's in Southeast Asia, we got Bonaire, we got American Samoa, we got uh, Commonwealth of Northern uh, Marina Islands, we got the Federated States of Micronesia, we got uh, Republic of Palau, Marshall Islands, we got Panama and Turk and Caico. So these... 15 16 countries here i wouldn't be surprised that if there there's probably protest in those regions if not they're coming just because a strong dollar is a semi benefit for us here in the u.s but it is a hindrance and it's it's a stranglehold on other countries and economies especially and so we're going to see a lot more events like this you know transpire over the next couple of weeks and so just uh I got some more videos here, but I'll ultimately I'll spare you this one. But here's a here's one of the primary ones that uh, the individual sent me. And this is taking place right in Panama City. And this is one of the primary streets. It looks like heading in and uh, out of Panama City. And people are literally walking with suitcases and luggages. And so that they're definitely clogging up things there in Panama. So but this is what's happening. And it's a result of the dollar terrorizing the world. And it so happens that their economy happens to be dollarized. So uh, I bet at, at some point real soon, they're going to regret doing that. And of course, they're going to have to come up with some solutions. So I can see them announcing, because I know they have some type of a crypto type of bill or something on the books. I think it was shot down last time I checked. But I wouldn't be surprised if nations start looking for alternatives if they have not already put some in place. So let me actually see. 
uh, crypto bill because that will be something I can see them wanting to push for it. Okay, so let me see here. So here's something here. Uh, it says Panama passes bill to permit use of crypto assets. So not sure how far along it's gotten, whether the president signed into law or what, what or whatnot, but they will definitely be using alternatives other than the dollar because the dollar is definitely strangling the life out of them. So, but that's another issue. So Panama, something that's uh, not too far from the Southern border. So something to keep an eye on, I think. Keep it moving. Um, more stories are here that I open the phone lines in a moment. Love to hear from you guys. Uh, here we have Coinbase could be the next big insolvency experts warn. So, so far we've had 3AC, we got Voyager, we got Celsius, and uh, those are the three that are already filing for bankruptcy, give or take. We have Gemini laying off and a variety of other Coinbase laid off. Of, no, Coinbase laid off, I think, uh, and a couple of other ones, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, Coinbase is a public tra- publicly traded company. So if Coinbase end up having some insolvency issues and I am hearing about them freezing their, their, their limit there. They stopped their affiliate programs and they're starting to um, uh, make it very challenging for people to remove their cryptocurrencies off their wallet. So they don't want to fall victim to um, a, a sudden bank run or exchange run. And so I wouldn't be surprised if we hear more about them as well, just because all these cryptocurrency companies and one in some way or another are all interconnected because they all lent to each other and reapplicated assets off one another's balance sheets and all types of crap. So but anyway, uh, here's something that me people may be interested in, which I think is kind of telling as to how far along the agenda has, has come. Fauci says he plans to retire by the end of Biden's current term. And so when I saw that this morning, I'm like, uh, this doesn't really make me feel warm and fuzzy because uh, that gives us a couple more years. And so uh, as of now, it says uh, he's quoted as saying, I have said that for a long time. Fauci said of his plans to leave government before the end of Biden's current term, which ends in January 2025. And like always, he's uh, been involved in this whole health experimentation dealing with HIV and everything in between since the early eighties. And he's done, in my opinion, he's done more harm than good. So the idea of him leaving sounds good, but by the time he leaves 2025 ish, I think he would have probably accomplished what he set out to do as far as who and what he's doing it for, which of course is not for the betterment of humanity. If you know what I mean there. So uh, he will probably leave with, as you know, getting a medal of honor and all types of other crap even though he's caused more harm than good in my personal opinion, but I thought thought I would just bring that to your attention. So, and anyway, another article here worth talking about bank ETF sees record outflow uh, streak as recession fears mount. So we're setting records in a very uncomfortable way. It says a 28 billion, 28.4 billion financial select sector fund has seen outflows for 16 straight weeks. The longest such streak in its 23 year history. According to data compiled by Bloomberg, almost 11 billion has been wiped away in that span, uh, shrinking the fund's total assets by roughly 28%. And so we have a a extremely large outflow of funds, which signals a lack of confidence and possible severe turbulence outside of what we're experiencing now, uh, more coming in the future. So somebody's running for safety. You know, getting out of electric uh, ETFs uh, and they're probably sitting in actually some money markets accounts and some in cash directly waiting on a fire sale. So 
anyway, uh, what else I got? That's about it as far as article wise. But let's uh, open the phone lines. I'm curious to hear what's on your radar. Lots of stories worth touching on. Uh, take a few calls. Feel free to give me a call. Phone number is 313-462-0027. It is a people's talk show, so definitely would love to hear from you guys. Or throw out topics in the uh, in the chat, and I'll share my two cents on it, or we can touch on whatever. So uh, here's uh, something from Price. that says, anyone hear about the uh, Hoppy prophecy uh, in reference to the Georgia Guidestones? Uh, not familiar with that at all. Prices, let me know what you're talking about. Shine more light on that. Uh, Botswana, uprisings. Okay, let's check this out real quick. I, I probably will, if if I could, do a com, you know compile a complete list of all the countries that are actually having some severe issues, and that would definitely be. Um, so here's, let me see, I see some Botswana. Let me see, I see price issues. Botswana's and black hair protests. Let me see, I see something about surging fuel prices. So that doesn't surprise me one bit. And as a result of that, I would imagine there would be a lot of protests. So here it says, protests build across Africa over surging fuel prices. It says, Botswana protests are building up in Africa. Demonstrators, South Africa this week. that followed a protest in Mozambique, the world's third poorest country where bus drivers paralyzed the capital of Maputo after diesel prices jumped. Yeah. Well, uh, so yeah. In Kenya and Nigeria, both governments are burdened by uh, costly fuel subsidies. <laughs> and so, yeah, it doesn't help that the social uh, refinery is shutting down as well in South Africa, because it's good to say that they supply fuel to their Northern neighbors. So uh, it doesn't surprise me one bit, but it is what it is. That's where we at. And it's one thing where, you see all these events happening all around us, especially if you're in the U.S. And it's one of those things where, you know, count your blessings, be thankful that uh, we have so far been spared from events such as this to where we got people in the streets. Like, and another, here's a question I want to put out there to you guys. At what point will we see people in the streets here in the U.S.? Because when we see people here in the streets in the U.S., that's the, the last hoorah. Like, when they hit the streets in, in the U.S., that's it. That's all she wrote, because that'll be a full circle where it'll go from Asia, like they're heavy right now in China. We're not hearing much about what's happening within Russia because, you know, all Russian news is censored to where they can't, you know, it's hard to come across real information anyway. But then Europe, we're seeing stuff happening, protests, the farmers in particular. And then, of course, uh, South America, they're having protests, especially all the dollarized economies. They're going to have protests as well. Uh, let me see. Dwayne says China to China to the rescue with discount Russian oil, Russia oil. Uh, yeah, I could definitely see China and Russia uh, or China in particular, even though they're having their own issues. I I, I think it's not as it's overall, it's not as bad as as far as disrupting their long term 30 year plan that they have in place as to where they'll be down the line based upon all the tremors they're having now with the banking crisis and people not paying their mortgages and even the Evergrande and all the other 10 or 12 real estate companies that are going belly up there. I don't think they, things are bad. I think their primary focus is to make sure they keep their people in check because they have, you know, a billion people plus that they don't want to lose control of because if they do, they won't be able to remain as a communist regime to, to usher in that new next world order they are trying to do with Russia. So, uh, but also mind you, they have them. I believe they have the largest stockpile of gold. So with that, 
that allowed them to have some leeway when it comes time to call in the shot still because when it's time, and it's my projection between now and sometime next spring-ish, we're going to get the announcement of some major alternative currency out there, a basket or whatever it might be, and you better believe China will be a part of it. So I think they're more so just trying to keep things calm till they get to that point. And, of course, they're investing heavily in Africa, so they're going to definitely come around with some deals that governments can't refuse because they're cash-strapped or dollar-strapped, and China's still sitting on a nice little chunk of reserves in dollar terms. And definitely you better believe that China's going to invest those dollars into Africa to help them with their infrastructure with the hefty agreement of, you know, you got so you got so X amount of time to pay us back. And if you don't, then we'll just take over your airports, your cities, your bridges and your government as well. So that's uh, seems to be how it's going. Uh, Rolf says seven days without food and people will get nervous seven days. Now, Rolf, I'm assuming you're referring to what would happen here in the U.S. And so the food situation, I think, can be stretched out because as of right now, it won't be until like logistically the credit market seizes up or something like that to where food is outright not delivered to the major uh, food retailers, uh, box stores like, you know, your Myers or Walmarts and all those other places. So as of now... Things are still being delivered, but probably not in abundance as, as, as it used to be. And so it could literally be, you know, months on end to where it could start along the coastline, like, you know, East Coast, West Coast could have, you know, a limited supply of, of food uh, restocked on shelves and then it worked its way into the Midwest. So I don't think it all be at one particular time, which means that it could be months, if not a year or two before people really, really realize how severe things are as far as them not being able to get their favorite items and because bit by bit, people are now being more selective with what they're grabbing from the shelves just because of the price, perhaps, or uh, the quality of it or not being able to find what they want. So they just go to the next thing. But it's that point where that next thing is not available to go to. It's like, damn, like something's wrong here. Like I, I could no longer I, I could no longer get my favorite. So I had to go to this. But this is not there now. Now, what's next? Then that's when people are like, well, damn, that's when I think that's when people really will wake up and realize that stuff or stuff is really you know is, is bad. But at that point, you know, it, it'll be beyond the point of no return because like all the, the, the uh, preppers, prepper food and all those uh, emergency food supplies, all that stuff probably will, will be going as well. Uh, Adrian uh, says, uh, will Basel three uh, implementation help or hinder the push for CBDCs? Great question. So to my knowledge, the whole Basel three situation uh, is geared towards helping the European banks. Uh, settle the you know physical from the paper contract uh, type stuff, and when when it comes to metals, so I'm not I don't I don't think it will have anything to do with the CBDCs outright because the CBDCs will come will be issued you know with the help of their individual governments uh, through central banks, and so as of right now, the way it looks like it's shaping out in Europe, because I've seen France mention a CBDC. Uh, UK mentioned a CBDC, uh, Switzerland. So a lot of other EU nations as well as non-EU nations are all talking about CBDCs. And speaking of CBDCs, let me grab and show you the tracker because it appears that there's individual nations working on CBDCs. And if that is the case, then it looks like 
uh, all that CBDC talk has nothing to do with the Basel three situation. It's all subject to whether or not governments are able to actually pull this thing off or not. So let me pull this on screen real quick uh, just to show you. So this is the central bank digital currency tracker that is available and so I tend to just try to keep up the data on the latest news and events. But as of July 2022, purple is a proof of concept. They already got something they're working on. Green is they're researching it. Red is canceled. And orange is, is a pilot. So France has a pilot that they're probably testing in small regions or something. We know Russia has one, a digital ruble. China has an ECNY. Saudi Arabia has one as well. And then here in Europe, let me see here. So Spain has the digital euro. And so as of right now, the digital euro is still going to be favored for the European European region. But if the EU implodes the way that it appears that it will, due to the insolvency of all those governments with Italy and Portugal, Spain, and you name it, I could see them going their own way. And right now, I think the first country to, to lead the way might end up being Italy with Draghi deciding to resign. And if that momentum picks up of people protesting and being pissed off, it's going to be hard for the government to continue to follow suit with the whole EU agenda, along with the World Economic Forum agenda, to where I could see them breaking off and trying to bring back the Italian lira, the lira coin or something like that. Because I'd imagine at this point, you got to have some politicians on the far right conservative side talking about uh, going against the grain and coming out with their own currency just because they've been handcuffed literally by the EU, by the European Union currency, because it's strangled the life out of uh, these countries because they can run they can run deficits up to wazoo. They can issue debt. But then again, they can't service it because they can't create the currency to, to do such. So uh, and all, the, all they all they do is pose austerity on the people by cutting supplies, cutting goods and services and all the promises, the pensions and all that stuff like that. That's, that's what they tend to do. You can't create currency. So you already cut, you cut off the promises that, that you do. owe. anyway, we got, we got going on here. Uh, let me see here. Buy silver and platinum. Yeah. Getting out of debt instruments and into something sound and stable, regardless of what currency you're pricing it in will do you much more good in the long run, in my opinion. Dwayne Carr says, what if Chinese banks directly bail out American people? Um, Dwayne, how would that play out? I would be curious to see how that plays out. Um, the uh, How would Chinese banks directly bail out? I don't know how that would even play out. And why would they? They got more to concern themselves with within their own population. Here, we only got 300 and something million people of which you know, maybe one third actually have something in the form of an asset that's worth something. Everybody else is, you know, not doing too well because they're literally solely living off credit. So uh, that's what it is. Anyway, Raleigh Broker says buy food and ammo. Yeah, buy anything that you need to sustain yourself now and in the long run, whatever that is. The, the, the core basics, of course, is food, water, shelter, ammunition. And of course, a little wealth preservation items on the side. That's just the that's just the basic stuff. Uh, da, 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 da. Adrian says, "How will the paper 
to physical ratio for pressure metal be wound up in your opinion silver is over 400 to one currently so that's referring to the uh u.s debt clock um in reference to the total amount of paper contracts out there to the actual reported or the alleged silver ounces on in the vaults at the bullion depositories uh so uh, whatever's coming will not be a smooth transition and it's my opinion that when the system breaks and it's one of those things where there's no time frame to it they've been doing a good job of being able to manipulate and suppress the true nominal price of gold and silver in particular through those manipulative contracts and stuff like that so they could keep this thing going for quite some time until something breaks and it's going to be a global event i don't think it'll just be here in the u.s i think it'll be something probably instituted by russia or china when they announce whatever that next currency alternative might be just because from their last little uh gathering the BRICS summit if i'm not mistaken information came from that saying that they're working on a new alternative currency and to me it's only natural that that alternative currency would start off with using some form uh, of weight and gold terms to back something else whether it be a digital version of something that they do or a overall bigger basket of currency i don't know but when that happens that's when i see the um the comex or crimex and all the other uh european uh price mechanisms price setting mechanisms being disrupted just because there's going to be a straight run there's going to be a a, a a run to all those vaults to get everything out it's going to be literally every paper contract why would you hold it at that point when the east announced that they're going physical and that in order to participate in this next international trade agreement type of situation you're going to have to have physical not paper future so when that happens then we won't be able to get a true price on anything because the price may be set out east. Now we'll see how it relates to what they try to do in the West, but see that the West, either you play ball or you get left behind. So uh, until they now announce something out East, I think the paper manipulation will continue on as usual. So with that being the case right now with prices of gold and silver in particular being, being as cheap as it is, that's a favor, in my opinion, to the people who realize the importance of actual, real, lawful money. And so right now we got 1706 and we got 1861, which to me, it's an, that's, that's an Eastern manipulative price that we're looking at, which means it can go lower. So this price, I heard one of the TA guys talk about possible 1300 that's all fine and good. Question is, you won't be able to find it for 13. And with silver, same thing. It can go down to, it can go down. Let me look at look at that silver right now. Silver can go down to maybe $11, $12. But then again, right now, 1863. But will you be able to get it when you need it? And just look at the long-term trend. No matter what, I can't see silver going down to like these figures over here anymore just because the actual physical demand is so strong that it'll be hard for them to keep the price that low before something breaks so to me that's good news so when you look at the price of gold and silver right now and with silver with gold in particular being 1700 to me that's just 
a, a great the, one of the greatest opportunities that we can ever ask for if you know what money truly is from a historical standpoint now you know if if, if you have the mindset that you're going to wait and play the game and you're going to dip and dabble and you know you're going to bet on cryptographic tokens over gold and silver then you know do what you do but you know my model has always been to get your weight up and i'm gonna stick with that just because to me you know an ounce like you know so regardless of all the manipulation going on just right here on my desk here i got some weight keep my weight hand by so i have as i love using demonstrations i have two different items here i have a 1926 liberty and i have a night i have a what is this this is a 1901 so 1923 1901 so once again these things here beat up broken down 0.9 fine silver and right now they've holding their value they say one dollar on them but they cost 30 35 dollars 30 dollars you know for one of these things this is not going back down to one dollar this is only going to go up it has it has use case. It has numismatic. It has a variety of features to this particular coin here. So having a stack of these things is a to me a good form of alternative savings, just because it is legal tender A and B. It's it has the properties that have proven over time to do you good, no matter where you're located at. To where I don't you know it, it's it's easier not to just play these games in this in this digital paper system like the 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 least you have to lose financially speaking in this paper manipulation stuff the the less pain you experience it's going to be uncomfortable but you won't lose as much as those who have everything in the digital world that's just my opinion so but anyway uh we're about the 33 minute mark uh didn't want to be too long about to head over and uh to the rtd local so once again for those that are interested as I mentioned, uh, let me just real quick. I'm going to let me see. I'm going to share with you something I'm going to talk more in depth about because this is what we should expect more. of. Let me find it real quick. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. So here I'm going to just real quickly. This is what I'm about to sh- chime more in on, because this is is these type of articles here that uh, is why it's important to diversify off of publicly traded company platforms just because the crackdown is happening right now and of course for content creators so most people here on 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 the side on this side of the screen if you're not creating content then you may not pay attention to all these types of stories but for those that are actually out here trying to you know research and find news you're concerned with this because i'm taking this information and just sharing it with you so that makes me you know a a target and so here's a, a headline here it says new dystopian law will give all social media users a truth score. So this is a bill that's put out there in the UK, which, of course, is coming from the same puppeteers. It's going to pass it to every developed country. So it's a matter of time before it reaches here. And the same person that wrote this bill more than likely had the same bill uh, similar handed to one of our politicians here in the U.S. And it's in that file drawer I talk about all the time as to how no politician actually writes anything. They just go into a drawer and grab it from a, what you call it, a, um, a one of them think tanks or one of those special interest groups that are the one that are the ones that actually writes the laws. And so, anyway, it just talks about here. You know, this will this type of bill will pass. It's not a matter of 
you know, if it's when. And so because they want to label and give everybody a score, you know, whether it be your, your, your credit score, your behavior score, your social media score, your health score, your driving score. I mean, that's the part of like tagging cattle to, to, to us. We're cattle to the global overseers of this monetary paradigm. And so they want, they're going to do everything they can to tag track and trace us. And that's what the internet, that's what web two, web three, all that. That's what this is all about. This is not about providing freedom so far. It's been working out to our good. It's posed a threat to them. That's why they're cranking up the miss and disinformation narrative. So anyway, I digress. But anyway, hope everyone has a good evening. If you've enjoyed the back and forth, hit that thumbs up button, share support for the channel. And as I always say, you know, just staying ahead of the curve gives you more time. So keeping your ears to the streets, keeping your eyes attentive, keeping your prayer game up, puts you in a much better position than people who are out there asleep at the wheel, not knowing what's really going on and believe that uh, the people who are calling themselves our politicians and representatives as if they're actually operating in our best interests. And, you know, we all know that that's not the case. So, uh, but yet, once again, people here, you know what's going on. And I want to wish you the best. Continue to do what you do. And also for those, I mean, just, you know, Matt, remind people uh, where you can go check me out at. So in the, in the, in the video description and link below, I put all my information out there. So this is where I'm heading right now. RTD Locals, uh, definitely become a member if you want to become a supporter. And the goal is, if you are sharing stories and creating content, this is a chance for you to contribute to the community. So I want all my content creators out there. If you got a camera and you love talking into it, or you're a writer, this is where I want you guys to put your stuff at because other people in the community can see your work and then they can be a blessing to your work as well. So that's how we all stay tuned in. So if you're a content creator, this is definitely somewhere you want to be. So anyway, be blessed, be safe, and I'll see you guys later. Peace.